0: one of the big worries for frontline healthcare workers dealing with covid-19 patients is obviously catching it themselves bringing it back to their family so the time spent with covid-19 patients is uh you know it's necessary but it is a big worry for healthcare workers especially because they just don't have the amount of ppe that they need to keep them safe so this is an interesting fix there is uh a team from the University of Toronto that created a new way for healthcare workers to monitor COVID-19 patients that they have in their care without even entering the room. Uh, We'd like to welcome to the show Willie Wong. He's Associate Professor of Biomedical and Electrical and Computer Engineering at U of T. Welcome to the show, Willie. Good to have you on. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for being here. So the call came into you from folks at Mount Sinai Hospital. What specifically were they looking for?
1: Well, as you said here, um, it was an interesting problem, um, one that I thought, uh, you know, with uh, 21st century uh, engineering and science we had already solved, but apparently not. Um, so as you said here, um, the difficulty really is in monitoring these patients who are hospitalized. And uh, one thing that we found, uh, say, for example, uh, even with that famous case of the Prime Minister uh, Boris Johnson, um, is the difficulty of the body to get enough oxygen into the system. And So What the uh, clinicians like to do here is to monitor this uh, using what is called a a pulse oximeter. It will basically monitor the um, sort of the blood oxygen saturation, the the amount of oxygen in your body. Um, Now, uh, there are probes in the hospital for that. But unfortunately, unless you're in the ICU, there's no way actually for the nursing stations to be able to monitor this on a continuous basis. And so there arise the problem here of how do you um, sort of check on patients without actually having physical contact with them. Um, So, Willie, would you have to
0: walk into the room and physically take a look at the monitor and see how their blood levels or their oxygen levels in their blood are doing?
1: Certainly. um, I think, um, you know, that we were very limited in the ICU beds here. And so if there were a large sort of number of people being hospitalized and we keep them in the regular wards, Uh, that would, in fact, be the case. We would put on these monitoring devices on each person, and uh, in order to see what's going on here, basically, they would have to don on the PPE, go inside there, and they can only do it once every few hours.
0: Right, and it's my understanding from reading so much about COVID-19 patients is that they can look like they're stable, and then, you know, within 10 minutes, everything can go south, and they need to be intubated. So, very important that you keep monitoring these people. So, You and three PhD candidates looked for a way to help them out. Um, What did you come up with and how long did it take you?
1: Yeah, so um, this is, um, I I think, a a real challenge for us because it was something that we found, uh, unfortunately, hadn't been done yet. Um, But um, so the challenge really was to be able to do this uh, in a very, very short period of time. And uh, we also wanted to do it with off-the-shelf Uh, equipment, uh, basically, um, simply because right now here, I mean, there's a pandemic going on. It's hard to source equipment. It's hard to get this sort of stuff in. And everybody wants the same thing. Once the word goes out that, you know, pulse pulse oximeters are important um, to monitor, you know, sort of blood oxygen levels, then everybody wants them. Um, So we wanted to develop a system very quickly and uh, sort of with uh, easily um, accessible parts. And so uh, we got the call in from Sunday. Um, from the doctors and in about three four days we were able to put up um, basically the framework of a system whereby we can take uh, pulse oximeter one that you can buy from your pharmacy store for example here put it on the person's finger we uh, had to basically um, reverse engineer this particular probe to find out what was uh, how it's working inside Connected connect it up to uh, a very, very small portable computer about the size of a credit card. Um, and we use this particular computer to wirelessly transmit this information to a central server. And the central server is what it's sort of like a one-stop shop here where the clinicians can just uh, sign into this particular system to look at the statistics in real time.
0: And I understand they're looking at it through their smartphone.
1: Yeah, it could be the smartphone, could be a computer. Anything that has internet access will be able to see this. And what so, game changer.
0: You know,
1: yeah, we're very excited about this um, system here. It's scalable to any number of patients. So fortunately in Canada, we're not faced with a situation, but we've seen in many places in the world where there are needs for field hospitals, things like that, non-traditional venues, um, you know, I mean, this sort of system will work easily in those venues as well, too.
0: So this small computer, um, was that what you had to source that was already existing technology? Or was that technology the hospital had uh, w- already uh, within their, um, their system?
1: No, I mean, this is a nice marriage between uh, what's happening in engineering. And um, these are rather common devices that uh, even our uh, fourth year students use as part of their sort of graduating project or graduating thesis. Um, these are Raspberry Pi computers. A very, very nice device. They're also very, very cheap and very, very accessible. So you can get them really for less than $50 each. um, But it's a real game changer, I think. Um, And the whole philosophy here is, you know, not that much more different from sort of the internet of things. So we have our house now and you have light switches that you want to turn on and off. It's basically an embedded computer or embedded controller, something like that here that's controlling Um, uh, and transmitting sort of information from a particular device you want to control in your house.
0: And it seems like a win-win situation for the patient and uh, the staff working in hospitals because the staff can conserve their PPE. And secondly, they can keep eyes on the patient in uh, real time uh, and be alerted to anything that's going wrong without entering into the room. So this might have been something they would have missed if somebody goes into distress.
1: Absolutely. And uh, we'd like to see um, our our system sort of used even more widely. I think there's a lot of opportunity for automation in our society right now. And so, as you know, here, it's a big issue currently. Uh, The battle has sort of taken place now and moved over to the long-term care homes. And um, I know they've got sort of a lot on their plate, but uh, certainly that's one area we'd like to also try to help here, because again, it's always a situation where you have Uh, a a few workers here managing over a large number of residents or um, 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 sort of patients there. And so this is another thing here where we think it can be helpful in that situation.
0: And can you see this uh, technology being used and uh, installed as a permanent uh, uh, solution in ICU rooms moving forward?
1: Um, So, ICU rooms already are sort of um, well-networked, but uh, the problem is, um, obviously, those units, those beds are are in short supply here. Uh, But I I think, you know, something like COVID-19 really creates um, a new set of concerns that hospital had never thought about before. Like, how do you keep people in isolation yet monitor them Um, sort of continuously. And this is a challenge that we've never had to uh, look at before. So there are these sort of interesting opportunities for technology to come in.
0: Have you been getting calls from other uh, hospitals to find out exactly what you did to create your fix for Mount Sinai?
1: Um, Not from uh, hospitals. I think uh, sort of we've uh, dodged the bullet here, Canada. Um, uh, We've done really well, actually. And so I don't think the hospitals are quite as stressed um, as we might have thought they might be. Um, on the other hand, I've gotten calls from, uh, you know, retirement homes. Um, mm-hmm. These are places also where, um, you know, they're facing these sorts of situations right now. And so I think they see the advantage of such a system to be put into place to monitor the, um, you know, the residents in those particular facilities.
0: Wow. It's uh, it's great work that you did. And uh, really only three days to find the fix to this. Willie, what a credit. your. Uh It's a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us to tell us about your technology.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.